Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Conversation for Monday, May 17th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Austin, joined, as always, by Tobias. What is up with the fucking smirk, Tobias? Man, what's up, man? I've been, <laughs> I've been drinking. A lot. A lot. <laughs> A lot. Folks, he got here mm-hmm. like an hour ago. Actually, no. Like an hour and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And he's been drinking since he got here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, I'll you can't wait. do it yet. I haven't I haven't said the thing. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't go out of order. What you been up to? Um, Working and planning vacations. I just, I just put in and got approved for all my vacation days. Really? Yeah, yesterday. I just spread them out between like now and the next two or three months. Right. Just like on Friday, so I get three-day weekends. Yeah, like all my vacations are like in the span of, I want to say, 30 days. So I'm kind of excited. I took six days off. Really? Between now and like the next three months, yeah. Because I got five vacation days and one flex holiday. How the hell you get five? They backdated my hire date. I only got three. Yeah, because you hadn't been there as long as I have. Fuck you. You'll get, I Dang think you, you go up to five once you've been there for over a year. I think it goes up to five. That's, that sucks. That sucks. <clears throat> yeah, and technically I started working in 2019. So yeah. now that they've made me full-time, they backdated my full-time status back to like back in 2019 when I was first hired. Mm-hmm. So now I've got all the vacations. Well, that years. makes sense because I started in 2020. Yeah. So, so once you once you hit a year, you go up to five vacation days mm. instead of three. But it's use it or lose it. That's, That's why I'm having to use mine because I mine wraps up in August. No, the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> we, we've been drinking. You know what? It's it's right. It's time for it's what we drinking. All right, yeah, there you go. What are you drinking? All right, so look, I got tropical sprite and tequila. 1800 silver and I put too much in it and that's why it's good and bad at the same time it's horrible but it tastes so good (laughs) I can feel hairs growing out of my chest as I drink that's how strong it is no I'm just drinking beer beer (laughs) just drinking beer I uh I'm not not to not to bring everybody down Mm -hmm. because I know we're having a good time um what day was it Thursday or Friday? I think it was Thursday. No, you don't even fucking know what I'm going to say. <laughs> but one of those days, my uh, my dog that I had from childhood died. Really? So I haven't lived with that dog in six or seven years probably. The dog, she lived with my, with my mom, and she was getting real old and stuff anyway. So I haven't seen her in a while. I'm already mentally prepared for her to kick the bucket anyway. And from what they've told me, she went quick. She didn't have to suffer anything, so... I wasn't that upset. I was like, man, it sucks. She's a good dog, but, you know, she's not suffering anything, so I'm good. Well, Kendra thought that I was going to be way more upset than I was. So when I got home, I had a fridge full of beer. Aww. Yeah. she's <laughs> She went and got me some beer. So that's why I have a bunch of beer that I have to drink. She's pretty awesome. She has her moments. <laughs> Especially when you're drinking, huh? <laughs> I have my moments, too. I'm not perfect, but. Well. Now that we've talked about what we're drinking, mm-hmm. we're going to move on to talking about a secret group restricting voting rights, Biden scrapping the Garden of Heroes, and more, because this is the Uncomfortable Conversation. Each and every Monday, we talk politics, race, religion, and everything else that makes you and your family uncomfortable. 
you like getting uncomfortable with us, be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice. And be sure to subscribe on YouTube, like the video, and leave a comment down below. If you'd like to be part of the show, send us your questions, comments, and topics of discussion via email at uncomfortablepod at gmail.com. Tweet at us using the hashtag uncomfortpod. Sorry, bug flew around my face right there. You see that? You see that motherfucker? (laughs) Get in the comment section on YouTube. Housekeeping. We got a lot more housekeeping this week. Mm -mm. We got a lot more housekeeping. Number one, obviously, like I always tell everybody, we have a Facebook page, Mm -hmm. right? Facebook.com slash the uncomfortpod. Um, the amount of people that have liked the page has kind of stopped instead of more people liking it. Mm-hmm. However, we are getting more engagement because I ran like an actual ad campaign to throw out to like a bunch of people. So, gotcha. So we're getting good there, but you guys need to go in there and like the page because the reason I bring it up is I am going to start an actual Facebook group within that page so that everybody that likes the page can have discussions with people around what we talk about. Mm-hmm. Like we're about to talk about, like I said, Biden scrapping the garden of heroes. They can get on Facebook and have a discussion about it. Oh, so, but I need, we're both sitting here burping because of the alcohol. <laughs> I need you guys help. I need to know what to call the group. I'm not just going to call it the uncomfortable conversation group Mm-mm. or some shit. I got to, we got to come up with a catchy name guys. And we need your help. We need your help. So, either on the Facebook page or on YouTube or in an email or something, let me know what you think we should call the group. Here in the next few weeks, I'll probably get that started up. Number two piece of housekeeping. We talked about it last week. The anchor.fm slash the uncomfort pod is the website that has all of our like up-to-date episodes and all that kind of stuff that we didn't... We forgot that we had that website. Mm. So... Y'all don't forget to go over there. It's got links to all the other places you can, you know, find our our stuff. Um, merch. The 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 website for our shirts and everything has changed. What happened? So Teespring is no longer Teespring. They're calling themselves Spring now, not Teespring. So it used to be Teespring.com slash UncomfortPod or the UncomfortPod mm-hmm. or whatever. Now. Y'all write. The, y'all get a fucking pen and paper for this shit. Our new website for our merch is theuncomfortpod.creator-spring.com. Oh All that. <laughs> All that. <laughs> but I have two more pieces of housekeeping that might make some of that stuff a little easier. All right. So, first of all, mm-hmm. obviously we're not to the point where we're making all kinds of bonus shows and bonus episodes and mm-hmm. all this other crap. So know that going in, everybody. You're not getting a bunch of extra shit. Nope. But if you would like to support us, if you like what we're doing, you enjoy these, you want to support us, we do have a Patreon now. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's one tier, and it's $1 a month. So if you want to help us out, you want to support us, chuck in a buck. That's all you got to do. Okay? I'm not... I literally, when I typed in $1, it popped up and was like, we recommend you you go up to at least three or five or whatever. I was like, fuck that. We're not making any extra stuff right now. Nope. I'm not charging people that much. But for those of you, looking at you, Glenn, that want to support us and you like what we do, patreon.com slash uncomfortpod. It's $1 a month. If you don't want to chuck in a buck, that's fine. Just keep listening to the episodes. That helps us out too. 
But if you'd like to support us, that's a good way to support us. Now, Tobias, you got your computer open, right? Yep. I want you to go to a website for me. Okay. It's called uncomfortpod.com. Now, for the kids listening, Tobias didn't know that the website was done. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. So, it will change. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some updating, add some things to it. But, if you go, and let me bring it up so I can help navigate you through it. Oh, so, man, this is dope. Uh, the pictures for, like, the main picture for the main title, or the, the latest episode, I'm going to change that each week. Okay. So that stays up to date. And then the, the the last three episodes, I'll rotate those so that that stays up to date. Now, up at the top, there are some links. The first link is episodes. Mm-hmm. That link takes you to the anchor.fm site wow. that has all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, if you don't want to remember anchor.fm slash whatever, go to uncomfortpod.com and click episodes. It'll take you right there. The next link is merch. That takes you right to our merch store. I don't want to type all that. Yeah, you got to type in all that <laughs> bullshit that they're making you type in now. The next one is support. That's the Patreon. Takes you right to the Patreon. Yep. Okay. Mm. Now, the next one, you like this next one. All right. Subscribe. Oh, Those dope. are links to every single place our podcast is. So, if you're listening, you go to uncomfortable or uncomfortpod.com, click subscribe. And if you feel like using Stitcher or Google Podcasts or whatever, there's a link there. YouTube. Just click it. Anchor, it'll take you there. Spotify. I love it. Yeah. Now, the – and here's here's where things get fun. Uh-oh. Because all these lazy motherfuckers don't want to get in the YouTube comments and send us emails and stuff. When you click the contact, Dale, at the, at the bottom or at the side, mm-hmm. the very last link, it scrolls down to the bottom. There's a form that says contact us. Put in your name, your email, subject. So if y'all want to like make a recommendation on a group name, just put Facebook group in the subject. And you can click it there, and when you hit send message, it sends it to our Gmail account. Keep I love it. It. Everything is on one website now. Yep. There's no excuse for any of you guys. <laughs> All you lazy people out there who don't want to do anything. Also looking at you, Glenn. Yep. <laughs> you just go to this website, and it's all That's right. There. Uncomfortpod.com. Yep. And it was going to change a little bit here and there. We're going to do some updating to it. But for right now, I just wanted to make sure we can get all of our stuff in one place. Um, I like it. Yeah. I think I think it turned out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not to toot my own horn. But you did that, bro. I started that shit from scratch. You did that, bro. I started with a blank coding sheet and just started <laughs> typing. And this is what pooped out of it. It's nice poop. Nice poop. <laughs> you better save that as a sound bite, too. <laughs> Nice poop. So, guys, uncomfortpod.com. Get on there. Links to everything is there. Help us out. We appreciate it. That being said, all that out of the way, is there anything else you got to say to him before we get started? Oh, yeah. I, I do got a shout out to, my, okay. to uh, the guy who do our YouTube videos. Yep. Darren, he gave us a comment. Yeah. I, he said. To the mailbag at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, we'll get to right. it. We'll get you're to right. it. Right. So, Darren, if you're listening, you got to listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, Uh, yeah. because I saw that one, actually. Did you see it before he edited it? No. I did. (laughs) And we'll talk about that, too. (laughs) But with all that out of the way, let's get uncomfortable. We have, it's a big show today. We have seven news stories to get through. Okay, everybody? So, 
fucking hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> News story number one. And if I start moving real slow, y'all bear with me. I got two different screens up now instead of everything on one screen. You shit's all over now. the place. Fancy nothing, dude. I'm waiting on this one to crap out, honestly, is what I'm waiting on. So, first, <laughs> first news story today comes to us from businessinsider.com. And this was the one that just popped up like a few minutes before we started recording. Now, I want to start this by saying, y'all take it, y'all grain of salt this, because I don't know, you know, I haven't read through this. I don't know how valid it is. But here's the headline. Damn. Okay. You ready? I'm ready, bro. All right. Here's the headline. <laughs> a conservative group told donors it's secretly helping Republican state motherfucker. A pop-up got right in the middle of my shit. All right. A conservative group told donors it's secretly helping Republican state legislators draft bills to restrict voting, including in Georgia and Texas, a leaked video shows. So there's been a leaked video where this secret conservative group has admitted to helping out these state legislators come up with these new voting restriction laws that will keep certain people away from the polls and keep certain people from voting. So before I get into reading it, what's your first reaction to that? I, I believe it. Well, not whether you believe it or not. Of course no. we believe it. People suck. <laughs> you know. But uh, that sucks. That sucks that people like go out of their way to make it harder for other people. You know, I, I don't know. The hate is so real, man. Like, really? Like, you going out of your way to prevent us from trying to man. vote or certain people from they're, voting? They're fucking, they're golden boy. Or they're orange boy. That's crazy. They fucking lost the election. And people just want to go and crazy. And they're freaking out. And so now they're trying to do everything they can. <clears throat> it's insane. Like, if you, if you voted for Trump and you respect <clears throat> that he lost in a fair race, cool. But yeah. if you want to sit here and pout... To this very day about how yeah. he lost. And I literally to- saw somebody the other day that was started talking about Biden. And they said when Biden won the election and they brought their fingers up and did air quotes when they said won the election. I just walked away. I was like, I'm not talking to you. Like, come, don't start with that conspiracy. Here's the thing, everybody. Listen. Because some of y'all listening may actually think that Trump won. Yeah. Please listen. Please listen to this. And I'm not about to be like, you're fucking wrong. Or, I'm not going to do that. But look, if some goddamn you're pouring another drink, if someone were to come forward, I know a lot of people saying, oh, I've got the evidence. I've got the evidence. If someone were to actually come forward and say, here's the evidence and prove that Trump actually is the one that should have won the election, like legit proof, not just somebody talking about it, not some motherfucker that makes pillows (laughs) talking about how he's he's got he's got the evidence, but he won't actually show it to anybody. Come out, show the evidence, and I will be the first one to say, okay, I was wrong. I don't like Trump, but he won. Mm -hmm. That's just how it works. Until then, shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's it's, it's the sore losers for me. You know what I mean? I know, man. It's like sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, you know, but at the same time, bro, you have to to just suck it up and let it be. So before people get pissed and leave, let me start reading through this article. (laughs) (laughs) Too late for that. So, a conservative group told its top donors that it has been quietly working to help state legislators pass voting laws that will, quote, right the wrongs of November, according to a leaked video. 
Jessica Anderson, executive director of Heritage Action for America, said during a private meeting in Arizona last month that the group has even drafted some of the legislation that's been signed into law. Quote, we're working with these state legislators to make sure that they have all the information they need to draft the bills. In some cases, we actually draft them for them, she said in the video, which was obtained by the Watchdog Group Documented and published by Mother Jones on Thursday. There are links to Documented and Mother Jones. I ain't clicking them. I don't know what they are. Y'all Google them. I don't give a shit. Like I said, a grain of salt this anyway. I don't even know if any of this is true. Sounds like it would be true, but I don't know. Republican-controlled legislators nationwide are seeking to pass voting rights reform, largely fueled by the false and unsubstantiated claims about widespread voter and election fraud in the 2020 election. GOP lawmakers say the bills are about election integrity and restoring trust, while Democrats say that they are restrictive and give credence to baseless claims of fraud. So, I think I'm going to side with the Democrats on this one. Um, <laughs> I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, but I think I'm going to lean a little bit to the left on this one. Mm-hmm. Go. I'm, I'm <laughs> leaning towards Democrats, man, but it's just, <clears throat> it's just, um, the fact that we try to undermine what, like the accomplishment, the accomplishments of others and, uh, and the, the the loss of somebody else and try to make well, it. Well, it's not even really undermining because no one's like, oh, so what? Biden won. It's, it's no big deal. Anybody could win. Like that's that would be undermining his his accomplishment. Well, they, they're just they're trying to trying to him yeah, with, trying, you know? trying to say, oh, he didn't actually win. This is all some conspiracy. Blah blah blah. Mm-mm. But some of the words I just said that I want to state again. Largely fueled by the false and unsubstantiated claims about widespread voter and election fraud. Again, like I said earlier, show me the proof. I'll be the first one to be like, yeah, okay, my bad. I was wrong. You're right. Like, kick Sleepy Joe out of the White House. He shouldn't be there. But until that happens, hashtag Sleepy Joe's your fucking president. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whether you like it or not, he won. Um. Article goes on to say, Iowa passed a law in March that cut the state's early voting period and closed the polls earlier on Election Day after Iowans turned out in record numbers in the fall. Georgia passed a high-profile and controversial law overhauling its elections uh, overhauling its elections that critics blasted as oppressive. Texas is also considering new election-related measures that could restrict voting. I got news for you. Kendra and I, obviously, we don't want to stay in Louisiana. We would like to move at some point. One of the places that we're looking at is Texas. They start pulling some of this shit. I may not go to Texas. <laughs> it's stupid. <clears throat> like, come on, Texas. Hey, man. It's just, <clears throat> it's, it's crazy and it's everywhere and I hate that, um, I hate that the bad apples could ruin it for everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is what it is, man. <laughs> I'm looking through to see if there's anything else incriminating in this article. It just goes on to say that while it's not uncommon for uh, like outside organizations to kind of help with the bill writing process, it's very rare to hear the leader of that organization really spell out in detail that they're going through and helping and doing this, this, and this, whatever. There it is. Um <laughs> 
was waiting on it. Y'all don't too. worry about it. Y'all don't, you, you guys don't even know what we're talking about. All right. But before we move on to the next news story, you guys get in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Let us know your thoughts. Get on Facebook. Let me know your thoughts there. Go to uncomfortpod.com. Scroll to the bottom. Hit subject. Here's what I fucking think. And hit send. Yep. And it'll go right to our email. We'll see it. And then we'll talk about it in mailbag. Glenn, I fully expect a message from you. Oh, man. Like, I ain't shitting you. I don't even care what it is. Put something in the subject. Put something in the send. Like, make sure, you're, make sure you put Glenn on there so I know it's you. But, yeah. With that being said, let's move on to new story number two. New story number two comes to us from the New York Post. Did you just whisper number two into I your did. mic? <laughs> Do that shit all the time. All right. Headline reads, Biden scraps Trump Garden of Heroes honoring Kobe, Trebek, and Bader Ginsburg. So, President Joe Biden has revoked a trio of executive orders issued by former President Donald Trump that sought to punish vandalism of statues and to build a new National Garden of American Heroes. A July 2020 order envisioned a National Garden of American Heroes that, quote, should be located on a site of natural beauty that enables visitors to enjoy nature, walk among the statues, and be inspired to learn about great figures of American history. A follow-up Trump order in January specified that the statue garden would honor, among other notables, Kobe Bryant, Julia Child, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Alex Trebek. Biden's decision was announced in a Friday afternoon email nearly a year after nationwide anti-police brutality protests resulted in widespread damage to monuments, especially those honoring slaveholders. I'm going to have to lean right on this one, I do believe. I don't understand, like, why would you get rid of the National Monument of Heroes or National Garden of Heroes or whatever? I don't understand why. Yeah, like you're covering all your bases. You got an old white dude in there. You got an old white woman. You got a black guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's there. Big happy family. And everybody has done something uh, in different aspects as far as uh, being an American hero um, who kind of like paved the way for other people. I mean, he did rape somebody. I'm talking about Kobe, right? No, I'm talking about just in general. Oh, I thought you just started talking about Kobe. I'm like, well, I mean, you know. But, of course, all he had to do was change his jersey number and everybody forgave him. Hey, man, that's, first of all. Look, I'm aware that people can change. I'm aware that if he made a mistake when he was younger, he can grow from that and be a good person. I get it. But everybody likes to forget (laughs) that that actually happened. But anyway. um, So what do you think of this, like, they're. Biden just deciding, like, no, we're not going to have this National Garden of Heroes. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Mm. Like, I'm not a big fan of a lot of what Trump did, but this was one of the things that I was like, you know what? Yeah. I don't understand why. Like, me either. It says, uh, Trump often claimed his now-revoked June 2020 order ended a wave of ended a wave of vandalism by ordering the Justice Department to, quote, prosecute to the fullest extent any person that destroys, damages, vandalizes, or vandalizes or desecrates a monument, memorial, or statue. The order was a common campaign trail talking point. Trump said it breathed new life into laws that carried penalties of 10 years in prison. Uh, da, 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 one, he said, 
his quote is, when I signed the executive order outlining 10-year prison sentences as an example for destroying monuments and statues, it immediately stopped. Don't know if that's true. <laughs> uh, so I guess the uh, Garden of Heroes was part of this executive order. And Biden wanted to get rid of the big 10-year prison sentence if you vandalize a monument. And so he just revoked the executive order, which also got rid of the Garden of Heroes. I still don't like it. Fuck it. Oh, no. Like, if you don't like a monument, and we've, ta- we've talked about monuments on this show before. Put up fucking Batman in every city. I don't care. Like, put up superheroes in every mm-hmm. city. Get rid of all these other shit, but... I'm okay with... With them like, staying up. Well, no. I'm, I'm okay with if someone vandalizes a monument or a statue or whatever, prosecute them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm okay with it. I thought you was mean like, uh, you're okay with the statue staying up. Yeah. I don't care if the statue stays up or not, to be honest with you. I'm not attached to any statue, except for maybe the Elvis statue downtown. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I'm okay with... You know, if you don't like the statues up or monuments up or whatever, you know, do your protests and all that kind of stuff, but don't vandalize shit. Don't cause property damage. You know, it's just like these riots and everything that maybe start as a peaceful protest and then all of a sudden you have bricks being thrown through windows Mm -hmm. and shit. Like, you're taking it too far when you start vandalizing shit. So I'm okay with an executive order that says we're going to prosecute you to the full extent of the law if you start (coughs) vandalizing or damaging these monuments and statues and whatever. And as a part of that, guess what? We're going to create new monuments and statues that honor these, you know, American heroes. I mean, where would, where would you be today if not for Alex Trebek hosting Jeopardy? I I know exactly where you'd be. You'd be sitting here recording a podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? But Uh, I don't know why it would have honored Trebek. But I get honoring Kobe. I get honoring Ruth Bader Ginsburg, obviously. Um, I heard she was a very stern woman. She looked like a stern woman. She looked like a woman you don't fuck with. She kind of reminded me of uh, Judge Judy. (laughs) Oh, man. You don't fuck with her either. Man. But get... In the, you got anything else to say about it? Nope. Okay, get in the comments down below. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts. Get Go over to uncomfortpod.com and shoot us an email. Let us know. New story, number three. You like how I did that? Number three. Number three. <laughs> this comes to us from Huffington Post. Proud Boys leader charged in Capitol attack feels betrayed by Trump. Huh? Shocker. Wait, wait. Say it again. <laughs> Proud Boys leader, so the group called the Proud Boys. Mm-hmm. It was a big part of the Capitol riot. Mm-hmm. So the leader who was charged in the Capitol attack, he says he feels betrayed by Trump. <laughs> says, you left us. I've followed this guy for four years. I followed this guy for four years, given everything, and lost it all. <laughs> Well, maybe don't hope. maybe don't participate in an insurrection. <laughs> you know. So a Proud Boys leader charged in the January 6th Capitol insurrection expressed shock that former Don- President Donald Trump abandoned him and other rioters. Okay. This is the fun part. Uh-oh. Here's the quote. All right. I'm going to say it. 
fuck Trump. <laughs> really? Yep. Self-described Proud Boys Sergeant-at-Arms Ethan Nordian said in a Telegram message on January 20th, 20th, fuck him more than Biden. I followed this guy for four years and given everything and lost it all. So Nordian, who's 30 years old, grown man. so he's my age. Here's the thing. There's a certain age group, before I move on, I just I, I got to say this before okay. it leaves my brain. Mm-hmm. There's a certain age group that I wouldn't expect this from. Like being stupid and doing like and rioting at capitals and conspiracy theory bullshit. Okay. okay. What what is that age group? It is from about 21, 22 mm-hmm. up until about 45ish. Okay. I would expect that group not to participate in that kind of shit. Okay. People younger than like 21, like not even old enough to drink yet, legally, they're dumb enough that they'd probably do some shit like that. People like over 45, like in the 50s and 60s range, mm-hmm. they're so just set in their fucking ways and so just like old, like all oh, this new generation's coming to get us and blah, blah, blah. Like I would expect them to act this stupid too. But a fucking 30-year-old right in the cock center of this fucking group that I just laid out for you is the one who's apparently the leader of the Proud Boys. God damn. I hate my generation. All right. Norian from... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Wait. So, (laughs) you left us high and dry. What did you expect from Trump? Like, like, do you expect him to be your Lord and Savior? I think a lot of them really did, honestly. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of people that I'm pretty sure thought that he was like the coming of Jesus. <laughs> and then there's plenty of other people that thought he was the fucking Antichrist, so who knows. Anyway. So, Nordian from Washington State wrote the grievance after Proud Boys Florida organizer Joseph Biggs, 37, also in that fucking age group, <laughs> was arrested for his role in the day's violence, which left five people dead and 140 police officers injured. Yes, he woke us up. But he led us to believe some great justice was upon us, and it never happened, Nordian wrote of Trump in the Telegram message revealed by federal prosecutors this week. Now I've got some of my good friends and myself facing jail time because we followed this guy's lead and never questioned it. Well, there's your fucking problem. Don't blind. First of all, if Trump is your hero, get a life. Second of all, don't blindly follow your heroes. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You saw what happened to Ray in The Last Jedi? Her hero was Luke Skywalker, and he turned his back on the Force and the galaxy and everything. Don't blindly follow your heroes, okay? Some heroes suck. (laughs) Some heroes will let you down. They'll be your heroes until you Every time. Every time. Because I got news for you. Most people, whether they're good people, bad people, whatever, most people, when it comes down to you or them, they're going to pick them. My thing is, if you think Trump is your hero, I understand if you supported him as a president, but your hero... Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It says, we are now and always have been on our own. So glad he was able to pardon a bunch of degenerates with his last move and shit on us on the way out. These are just quotes, people. <laughs> this is not coming from us. Uh, he's been jailed since early, this Nordian guy's been jailed since early February, charged with attempting to obstruct Congress's certification of Joe Biden's elect- electoral college victory. See if there's any more quotes. That's the only reason I'm, I even put this story in there because the quotes are funny. <laughs> Welcome to the uncomfortable conversation where we talk about what the fuck we want to talk right. about. Right. Um. Let's see. 
A public defender said thousands of people descended on Washington, D.C. on January 6th to protest the result of the 2020 presidential election. Uh, edged on or egged on by Donald Trump, other politicians, his legal advocates, and the news media, these people believed the election had been stolen. Hundreds, if not thousands, of people entered the Capitol building, as Mr. Nordian is alleged to have done. Uh, so the new telegram messages uncovered by prosecutors also show how the Proud Boys coordinated their plans for the day's violence. One member wrote in the chats, drag them out by the fucking hair if they steal it. <laughs> if they steal it. Um, Nordian posted just days before the attack, let them remember the day they decided to make war with us. Fight we will. Huh. Mm-hmm. Nordian wrote on... Trump's last day in the White House. Funk you, fuck you, Trump. You left us on the battlefield bloody and alone. So, my question is, do you think this is the beginning of these people that blindly follow Trump to finally start being like, okay, we need to move on with our lives? Or do you think this is just crazy motherfuckers that are just now Realizing crazy, I say just now. These these quotes are from you know months ago, but I feel like uh, it's not people because everyone's not like this. Everyone who's a Trump supporter is not like this. Mm -mm. This is just—it's actually a very small percentage of Trump supporters that are like this. Right? Problem is, they're the loudest ones. Exactly, and so they ruin it for the rest of you bunch. But I feel like Kenton's a good dude. He's a Trump supporter, or he was. Might still be. I don't know. But he's not fucking crazy. I mean, he's a little crazy. But he's not like... Yeah, I was he's gonna not, say. He's not fucking, like, Proud Boys crazy. No, he's not that crazy. He, he's not that crazy. He's on his way. And now he's listening, going, these motherfuckers are hey, talking man, about you all you all see what he's talking about at work. But anyway. I ain't got to deal with that anymore. <laughs> Lucky I'm upstairs now. You. you know what? I'm sorry. Off topic. Off topic. We had a whole four-day discussion about who would win in a fight. A lion versus a bear. And... It took almost two days to like kind of get everyone's opinion, and yeah, it's where did where did kitten land in that? Uh, he said gorilla. Fucking typical Trump supporter. You give him two options, and they say, "Oh no, this is actually the right answer over here." <laughs> God damn it! Uh, Come on, kitten. No, I'm sorry. Oops, it was lion versus gorilla. What did I say? Lion versus you said lion versus bear. <laughs> I need to stop drinking. Uh, but yeah, it was lion versus gorilla, and a lot of people said gorilla, and I understand why, but I. And a few others said lion. Hmm. That's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough one. That's a, that's a good fight. Um, hey, guys, if you're listening, please, please go in the yeah. comments. In this, in, yeah, let, us, let know. us know. I don't give a fuck if you're in the comments or on Twitter or what. I don't care, but let us know somehow. Yeah, man. If you're lion. not sure how to get in touch with us, rewind to the beginning of the podcast. We asked a few police officers, too. <clears throat> oh, the, the, the police officers that work yep. down there? Yep. Another reason I'm glad I'm upstairs now. I ain't got to deal with all that shit. Oh, man. Okay. But, I'm sorry. Guys, let us know your thoughts on the leader of the Proud Boys feeling betrayed by Trump. Man, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. News story number four. Jeez, we're going through these. We try to keep this at about an hour. We got seven fucking news stories to go right. through, man. Come on. Right. And I had a lot of housekeeping stuff to talk about. <laughs> news story number four. This comes to us from CBS News. You don't, you don't come to the uncomfortable conversation without talking about race, so we're going to talk about race. Uh-oh. we got a race thing. Maybe. I don't know. It may have nothing to do with race, but a black guy's involved. 
So, <laughs> body cam video shows Andrew Brown Jr. didn't drive into deputies who shot him, lawyers say. He did just the opposite. So, do you know anything about the Andrew Brown Jr. situation? Mm-hmm. So, uh, this man, Andrew Brown Jr., he was fatally shot by deputies. I think they were they were at his house to... I think they were there because they, they got a tip that he may have some you know, meth or cocaine or some kind of drugs or whatever. So they <coughs> shot him in his car, and the prosecutor or the district attorney or somebody, or the police chief, somebody, said the reason they opened fire was because they were all standing there and he drove into them. Like he made, their quote was he made contact with the deputies and they're allowed to use, you know, He's in a fucking car trying to hit him, so they're allowed to use deadly force. Well, apparently, now, uh, they've released body cam video, and it shows that not only did he not drive into them, he actually did the opposite. He actually started backing up, trying to leave. I don't know if he's trying to flee or what. So, lawyers for relatives of Andrew Brown Jr., a black man fatally shot by deputy, said Tuesday that body camera videos show that he didn't strike them with his car before they opened fire, contradicting a local prosecutor. Chance Lynch, a lawyer who viewed the footage in private with Brown's family, said Brown was sitting in his stationary car with his hands on the wheel when the first of numerous shots was fired. Family members had previously seen about 20 seconds of the video, but were shown approximately 18 minutes on Tuesday under a judge's order. So at first, they only showed the they only showed the family like 20 seconds of the video. Now they actually, they allowed them to see, I guess, the full video. I don't know how long the video is. <clears throat> I haven't seen the video. Everybody keep that in mind. I'm just reading an article. I haven't seen the video myself. Right. The family's lawyers say the footage contradicts statements by the local district attorney who said in court that deputies didn't start firing until after Brown's vehicle struck them twice. Lynch's description aligns with that of another family attorney, uh, aligns with what another family attorney said after seeing the shorter clip. We did not see any actions on Mr. Brown's part where he made contact with them or tried to go in their direction. In fact, he did just the opposite. While there was a group of law enforcement that were in front of him, he went the opposite direction. Uh, Lynch, who described the shooting as unconstitutional and unjustified, said body camera footage of the shooting's aftermath shows that deputies found no weapons on Brown. Uh... Brown was outside his house in Elizabeth City when he was shot on April 21st. So this actually, this happened last month. Prompting days of protest by residents demanding public release of body camera footage. At the time, uh, I'm not even, well, I guess I should try to say it. Pascatank County? I don't know how you say that. P-A-S-Q-U-O-T-A-N-K. Get in the comments below and let me know how you say that. (laughs) The county deputies were serving search and arrest warrants that accused Brown of possessing small amounts of cocaine and methamphetamine that he intended to sell. Uh, During a court hearing last month over the sheriff's request to release the video, District Attorney Andrew Womble said Brown's car was backing up when it first, quote, made contact with law enforcement officers, then came to a stop before moving again. Uh, the, his quote is, as it back, first of all, I'm just, I'm just sitting here reading. Do you have anything to pop in and say? Okay. Uh, and if you guys have anything to pop in and say, get in the comments. <laughs> so, uh, it goes on quote, 
As it backs up, we or as it backs up, it does make contact with law enforcement officers. He said, adding that the car stops again. The next movement of the car is forward. It is in the direction of law enforcement and makes contact with law enforcement. It is then and only then that you hear shots. That was the original, like description of what happened by the district attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Womble said that officers shouted commands and tried to open a car door before any shots were fired. Lynch said Tuesday that deputies may have reached out and touched the car as Brown tried to drive away, but that he didn't initiate the contact. Uh, Let's see. Womble didn't immediately respond to an email seeking comment. Uh, Lawyers for the family, in addition to Governor Roy Cooper, have called for a special prosecutor to step in. But under state law, Womble... The, I guess the district attorney would have to agree to step aside. I don't see this motherfucker doing that. But yeah. Um, Go ahead. I feel like <clears throat> this was just uh, an act by the police to justify a killing. It was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I understand if you know he was in the wrong, like like they said, he initiated contact, but if he was yeah, backing up. Yeah, if he tried to up, drive into him, then yeah. But If he was backing up and you opened fire on him, I don't see the I don't see the right in that. Um, now, again, we haven't seen the video, folks. We're not sure. I said bug that flew in my face earlier. He's trying to get in your drink. No, my. <laughs> um, it's what we drink and not what you drink, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> he would be too up if he had this. Um, I feel like that's very disheartening. Um, as yeah. far as. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not judging on if the police officers are white or black, but as far as. Him, Didn't even say. If he is as far as him being a black man getting shot like that, and then the the uh doc the what is it the documents the report being falsified to justify why he died mm-hmm. or why the police opened fire, I feel like that's very heart- disheartening for the black community. Um, yeah, and it's like how can you trust the police? Not all police, but how can you trust some of these situations as far as the police report when they're being falsified? Yeah. You know. A lot of things happen in our community that we don't see, and all we see is the report. So we immediately jump on the side of the police. But then when the body cam footage is released or we get information that that's not what actually happened, then we're like, oh, you know what I mean? Well, I understand keeping certain things away from the public because, I mean, depending on what happened, right or wrong, depending on what happened in certain situations, I mean, there are people out there that will start protesting and rioting because of it. So I understand keeping things away from the public to try to keep from, you know, inciting that sort of craziness. Um, kind of more or less protecting the public from, from itself, kind of. However, I do feel like a lot of times there is too much effort put towards protecting the police officer involved. Now, if the police officer is in the right, shouldn't be a problem. Uh, a couple episodes ago when we talked about, was it Makia Bryant, Michaela Bryant, mm-hmm. whatever her name was, it was very quick that they put, they made the body cam footage public. And you and I agreed, even, I can't remember her name, some black woman that I think is in Congress now or something like that. She used to be a police chief. Mm-hmm something like that she came out and she was like he followed his training he did what he was supposed to do he didn't do anything wrong um 
but I feel like there's too much effort put towards when the police officers are in the wrong, only showing a little bit of the body cam footage or only or, or, or not releasing it at all and just saying, like, you know, we need to... Because here's the thing. You're falsifying the documentation or the report or whatever to try to protect the officers and protect your police department. I think, and a lot of people will probably disagree with me on this, I think when you become a police officer, someone whose job it is to serve the community and to protect the community, some, not all, but some of your, I don't know how to word this, privacy or whatever, should just be gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you're in service of the community now. So, if you fuck up, you don't get to just hide it. You don't get to just brush it under the rug or blame it on something else or whatever. Like, you need to own up to it. That's how I feel. Um, <clears throat> This is my last thought. I'm going to throw a little religion in there. Um, so yeah, We haven't talked about religion enough on this show. Um, and I say it at the beginning of every episode, and we don't talk about it enough. Uh, first of all, if you are... First of all, police officers are, are human. We understand that. Mistakes are going to happen. But the thing is, when you are a police officer and it's your job to protect and serve the community and the people look up to you as police officers to protect and serve the community and and you allow these mistakes to be pushed under the rug to save your own hide, I feel like it, it, it discredit who you are as a police officer. Um the reason I was gonna throw a little religion in, in there because a good friend of mine, uh, Officer Jackson, she was going to be a police officer and during her training, and my dad's a preacher, and she asked my dad, "How do you justify killing someone when you don't want to take a life?" And my dad told her, "You have to trust God, and you have to know that you're doing it for the right reasons. You're doing it beyond yourself. You're doing it for people. You're killing yeah. this person not just not to save your life, but your fellow men and the community." Right. And so whenever you were killing someone and then you try to cover it up because you made the mistakes, you need to own that mistake. Mm-hmm. Killing someone is something you have to live with for the rest of your life. Now, if I shot you and you got an injury, you can heal from it. I understand. You shoot me and I ever heal from it. I'm coming for you. <laughs> but when you shoot someone and they're, and they're dead, it's not just their life. It's their family's life. It's the community's life. It's the police uh, It's the police force mistake that they have to go on yep. to. Like it's so much that falls under that umbrella, and so like you have to understand, these mistakes can't just be hidden from the community, Mm-mm. because you 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 want to you you try to paint a picture for us to believe, but then what's really going on is something totally different. You know what I mean? I, I hate that, and yeah, that's all I got to say. Let us know what you guys have to say. Get in the comments. Get on tw- the twitters or the emails or theuncomfortpod.com and send us a message let us know what you guys think of this wow. y'all enjoy that y'all enjoy that news story well that story so sobered me up a little bit sobered you up a little bit <laughs> cool here's an ad <laughs> welcome back everybody <laughs> all right got that out of the way that was good <laughs> that was good Tobias didn't know it was coming this nope time. I did not so news story number one five <laughs> Now this one, I'm gonna before I even say what it is or what news to, news site it's coming from. 
Do y'all hear? Do y'all hear Tobias pouring more alcohol into his cup? I told you to sober me up, man. <laughs> sober me up. I need another drink. So, before I get into this one, I want to start by saying that a lot of the language in this article mm-hmm. is very biased language. Okay. Okay. Um, whether it be, you know, false or accurate is beside the point. The The way the article is written is obviously biased. So y'all keep that in mind. It's coming from Fox News. Shouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> but when I saw the headline, I wanted to add it in because I wanted to have a discussion about it. Or right. as much of a discussion as we have on the Uncomfortable Conversation. So from Fox News, Biden holds West Wing meeting with six illegal immigrants. Um, six DACA recipients, sometimes, sometimes called Dreamers, were invited to the Oval Office. Before I even get into reading, I'm not going to say necessarily that I agree or disagree with Biden's choice to bring six DACA recipients into the White House. I will say it's not a good look just because people like this person that wrote the article for Fox News are going to jump all over that shit. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful. Got to be careful, Joe. Uh, Michael Ruiz is all over your shit. You got to be careful. Oh, my. That's who wrote, that's who wrote the article. President Biden invited a group of Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program recipients. That's DACA, for those of you that aren't keeping up. Uh, in the Oval Office Friday, amid a push for immigration reform in Washington. Biden, facing a mounting migrant crisis at the southern border, is working to extend the DACA program, an Obama-era effort to protect people who were brought to the U.S. as children, which came under fire during the Trump administration. Six DACA recipients, sometimes called Dreamers, were invited to the White House meeting. Maria Preeli, I guess is how you say this woman's name, a self-described, quote, undocumented American, was among those invited. She shared numerous photos from the trip to Twitter throughout the day under the hashtag WeAreHome, including one taken just outside the West Wing. And so this is her tweet. It's got a picture of the six of them. just They're dressed in suits and everything. They're looking nice, standing outside the White House. And the tweet says, six undocumented Americans about to go into the West Wing to meet the President of the United States. Hashtag, we are home. Uh, so first of all, before I keep going through this, what are your thoughts, Tobias? Do you have any thoughts? Um, <laughs> the little thoughts I do have. You've been drinking. Do you uh, have any thoughts? Um, well, let us know. You're not talking about there, There's a good side and a bad side. It's like, why are you bringing these people in here? And then it's on, the, on the good side, it could be him trying to show that he's trying to reach out to other to other uh to other races or other countries or whatever trying to trying to bring us together, you know? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. This is my thoughts. Uh I I, I kind of I like Joe. I don't love him, but I like him. Yeah. And so, so I, I feel like he's trying to do something good, but maybe he's he he could be doing it in the wrong way. I don't know. We'll just have to see. So, for those that are unfamiliar with DACA, uh, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. Mm-hmm. It so originally before DACA, if let's say there's a family in Mexico, because that's always the easy target, and they're coming to America and they're coming illegally, they're mm-hmm. sneaking in. Okay, used to 
we find you, we send your ass back. Or we put you in jail, then send you back, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. What DACA did, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, is that if it's found out that you're undocumented, that you're an illegal immigrant, you came here as a child. So in other words, you didn't come here on your own. Your fucking your family brought you here. Mm -hmm. You could be eligible for like a a two year deferral, where it's like, yeah, we know you're undocumented. But we also know it wasn't your fault, so you can like apply for a work permit and all that kind of stuff. You're still not a legal United States citizen, but we're not going to kick you out because it wasn't your fault anyway. You know, we're gonna, we're going to let you work for two years or whatever while you work towards becoming a citizen. Blah blah blah. Um, the policy that allows some individuals with unlawful presence in the United States after being brought to the country as children to receive a renewable two-year period of deferred action from deportation and become eligible for a work permit, blah, blah, blah. So that's what DACA is. So these six people, and and there's a lot of people that call DACA recipients dreamers. Mm -hmm. you know, they dream about coming to America, blah, blah, blah. Um, so Biden took six of these people. They're adults now, but they're DACA recipients. They were brought here as children. So technically, they are an illegal immigrant. Well, Maybe not illegal because they're DACA recipients, but they're undocumented. Mm -hmm. They're not United States citizens. So basically, he brought six people that are not United States citizens into the White House that are not leaders of other nations or representatives of other nations or anything like that. It's just six people that are undocumented immigrants. He invited them into the White House. Again, I understand you're trying to show that we're working towards immigration reform. We're trying to make lives better for as many people as we can, blah, blah, blah. It's not a good look, Joe. Not a good look. Mm. <laughs> you just, I don't know. It's kind of one of those double-edged swords, you know? Yeah. Because <clears throat> it could be a great thing, but then it could be a really bad thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just depends on what side of the sword you're on or what side they swing. I'd rather just be holding the sword. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. What side of the sword are you on? The hilt. That's the side of the sword I'm on. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll just... I, I, I want... I want us to be able to... Um, not be so selfish to... Trying to keep the country to ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, well, it's, but at the same time, you, you want to keep... This place kind of safe because depending on depending on who's coming over here or who you're allowing over, I just I don't know. Yeah, my thing is my thing, my things because I'm about to rattle off a bunch of shit. Probably let's go. Um, I'm okay with and a lot of those people on the upper side of that age group I was talking about earlier in the episode are about to disagree with me because, like I said, they're setting their ways anyway, but. I'm okay with as many people that want to come to America, they can come. That's, that's what this country was founded on, was people that want to get the fuck away from where they're at, and they want to be free. Free. There he goes with air quotes. Free. Free. But they want to come to America. Let them come. That's, that's how I feel. Like In the grand scheme of things, if you want to get the fuck out of from where you're at, if you have the means to make it here, bring it on. 
However, thing number two, I want people to do it legally. Right, right, right. If people are coming in illegally, I think they should be sent back. Okay. I think there should be a drop station right off right off the edge of the border. I'm like, oh, nope, there you go. You're out now. <laughs> you can come back when you're ready and you want to do it the right way. Thing number three is I do think the system as it sits right now, it the, the process to become a legal citizen takes way too fucking long. Now, I don't know all the ins and outs of that process. There may be a reason it's that long. I don't know. I'm not an immigration expert. But that is one of the reasons, the length of time it fucking takes, that is one of the reasons that people choose to come illegally. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're in a bad situation where they're at. They don't want to wait seven years or however long it's going to take to become a legal citizen. So they're going to sneak in. What I think needs to happen, and again, I'm not an expert. This may sound like the there may be a congressperson listening right now that's like, that's the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard in my life. That's our show. Whatever, cool. You listened, I got paid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, and I think DACA is kind of a move towards this. If someone, there needs to be some process at the border that people can come in and be like, you know, my country's being ravaged by war and drugs and this, that, whatever. I want to come to America. I don't have years to go through the process. Like, the lives of me and my family are in danger by staying where we're at. We need to come in. I think there needs to be, and there may already be a program like this, but if, it, if there is, it needs to be better. A program that lets them come in undocumented. And then similar to the DACA program, gives them, like, this deferral period where they can start to work, start to earn a living. They can go through all this process and basically a way for them to work towards citizenship while being here and being away from wherever the fuck they're from. Cause that's what they're trying to get away from. What do you think? <clears throat> Again, I may have just my, described something that's already in place. I don't fucking know. My head is like, <laughs> this is one of those areas of American politics that I really don't know dick about. So I probably really even should be talking about it, but Guess what? You turned on this podcast. <laughs> sure did. Um, I, I feel like, like you said, if they do it legally, you know, they rightfully so, they should be yeah. allowed. Um, it's just, I, I feel like some some ways are set in place to make it hard. And so it's like, instead of letting all these people in who are trying to do it legally, let's make it hard so we can make that number a third or a fifth of what's that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people who don't want immigrants over here at all. And let me just... I feel like it's very racist for the people who don't want immigrants to come over here at all that mm-hmm. like just want things for themselves or see other races as inferior or like... I, I don't like that. You know, me as a black man, I, I understand how, how I could feel unwanted. And mm-hmm. so... If I'm trying to get over to a uh, a different country, hell, I felt like that as a white man. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, my I'm bad. not talking about that. <laughs> my bad. No, there was. I may have told this story to you before. Hell, I may have told this story on this podcast before. But one of the bars that I used to go to all the time, mm-hmm. one of those, it's it was one of those hole in the wall bars where I didn't have to like meet up with friends and then go to the bar. I already knew everybody that went to this bar, mm-hmm. so when I walk in, I'm with friends. Right. So. 
me, my dad, my friends. We used to go there all the time. Well, <clears throat> first, the guy that owned it, which was, he was like my age. Mm-hmm. Um, the FBI came after him for like tax evasion and shit. And he fled. He's in Colorado somewhere now. <laughs> like, he didn't sell the business. Do not, he just gone. <laughs> so, the landlord sold it to somebody else. This older couple. Great couple. I like them both. They had marriage problems that were kind of being brought up in the bar and that kind of bullshit. So, that what? didn't last a real long time. But anyway, fast forward. Uh, the bar gets sold again. Sold to somebody else. And it, just because I can't think of another way to describe it, it becomes a black bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, black people own it. They, you know, black people are the people that go there, all that kind of stuff. Now, obviously, they don't have a sign out front, no whites or anything like that. Right. But, um, so me and a buddy of mine, we didn't know anything about it. We knew it, was a, it had a new name and everything. We knew somebody else had bought it. Didn't know anything else about it. Let's go check it out. Let's go see what the new bar's like. We go to the bar, and right away, super outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Me and this other white guy, <clears throat> including us, there's two white guys in this building. Okay. <laughs> like, 100 people in here, all black. Uh, but we were like, okay. Like, they, there were people out back of the bar cooking, bringing food in and stuff. Like, they were having a cookout. Everybody's having a good time. Got a little quiet when we walked in because they were like, what the fuck are these white people doing here? But mm-hmm. so they were offering the food to their customers. Like, I don't know, eight, seven bucks a plate, something like that. I like barbecue. Who the fuck who cooks it? So me and my buddy were like, yeah, we want a plate, whatever. So we we bought a plate or whatever. And they told us when we bought the plate, limit to one per customer. You can only get one plate. Okay. So we eat it and we're sitting there. Well, we notice while we're sitting there, that other people, other customers, are kind of getting plates and sneaking out the back and all that kind of stuff. And they're being they're being allowed to do it. We were limited. We weren't allowed to get more food because we were white. Yeah. And as soon as we noticed that, we were like, let's get, let's get out of here. They don't want us here anyway. So every black person listening right now is like, that's nowhere near the amount of hate that I've got. And I understand that, <laughs> but I'm saying like, I've, but I've been at least on the receiving end of some form of, I don't, it's, somebody doesn't want me there because of my race. And that's the thing you know. though, because it, it, it starts from slavery back then, but then it's brought to now that, Hey, since they treated us so bad back then, let's treat them bad now. Mm-hmm. And that's wrong because that, what that does is that, that, that keeps the the form of racism going. That uh, the theory is white people were racist back then, but now since everything's uh, everything's more integrated, uh, let's start the black hate against white people. So now black people are racist now. Well, and that, I mean, it's wrong. I've said it a hundred times on this podcast. Everybody's racist. But like on the whole, it doesn't matter what race you are. White people are racist. Black people are racist. Asians are Asians are the most racist in my opinion. But I mean, we're the best at it. But they're the most racist. <laughs> But what we're talking I hate about? That. What was the news story? We bring it, yeah, the immigration story. Yeah. Y'all let us know what you think. <laughs> Get down in the comments below. We have been at this for over an hour, and we have two more news stories to go through, so we're going to rapid fire these. Gotcha. Uh, news story number six 
comes to us from NBC. Video shows South Carolina deputies repeatedly tasing black man before he dies in jail. Uh, bringing up race again. Oh, shit. Officials in South Carolina on Friday released hours of body-worn camera footage and details about the final hours of the life of Jamal Sutherland, a black man who died in January after he was pepper-sprayed and electroshocked with a taser in his jail cell. Uh, let's see. And I haven't watched the video. It's... I think it's up here. I haven't watched it yet. Um, Sutherland, 31, was arrested on January 4th after a large-scale fight broke out at a psychiatric facility where he was receiving mental health treatment, according to a statement from North Charleston Mayor Keith Sumi. Sumi, however you say his name. He said the city police department did its job delivering Sutherland safely from the facility to the jail. The next morning, Charleston County Sheriff's deputies attempted to remove Sutherland from his cell for a bond hearing. In the video, two sheriff's deputies are outside Sutherland's jail cell and one deploys a taser or stun gun and appears to use it repeatedly as Sutherland cries out in pain and writhes on the floor. Uh, a timeline of events published by WBCD, an NBC affiliate in Charleston, indicated pepper spray was also deployed. Sutherland was pronounced dead one hour and 15 minutes after the deputies first tried to remove him from his cell, and after nearly an hour of resuscitation attempts. The county coroner's office said an autopsy showed the cause of death was excited state with adverse pharmacotherapeutic effect during subdual process. Uh, let's see. Our officers removed Mr. Sutherland from his cell that morning in order to ensure that he received a timely bond hearing as required by law. Their efforts were complicated by the increasing effects that Mr. Sutherland was suffering as a result of mental Ill illness. This unfortunate tragedy uh, has revealed an opportunity to review existing policies. Sounds like you should have reviewed the fucking policies before a tragedy. Like, why? I don't understand why different processes and different, you know, steps that are put in place are just left as is. Fuck it, we'll deal with it when something goes wrong. And then when something goes wrong, they're like, okay, now we'll look at it and we'll we'll make the change. Um but but what do you what what do you take from all this? Um <clears throat> uh, I take honestly it's really short and cut and dry. Um people with power taking advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Especially someone who has a mental illness. Um, my thing is, and again, I haven't watched the video, but even if this uh, Mr. Sutherland fellow is in his jail cell, raising hell, acting crazy, whether he can help it or not, I don't know exactly what kind of mental illness he had. It's one guy in a room. Y'all Use physical force if you have to. I don't care. If y'all need to get him out, go get him out. Don't stand at the door and keep zapping him and pepper spraying him. I don't, I don't care if he's if he's mentally handicapped or not. If somebody's acting crazy. They're already in a jail cell. They don't have any weapons or anything like that. Go overpowering. You're a cop. Your job is to put yourself in harm's way at the service of others. Get your ass in there. Take a couple on the chin. Subdue them. Drag that motherfucker out if you have to. But don't fucking... You might as well have shot the son of a bitch. I mean, damn. It's it's unfair, especially when uh, you're in a helpless position. Like this is on the street that 
I think this will be more uh more broadcasted where we could have different angles of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But since this was in jail and the the uh the viewing is limited, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, it's just, I feel like they they think that they can get away with it. So, nah. It's power without responsibility. Yep. Y'all get in the comments. Let us know what you think. Or send us an email or whatever. Let us know what you think. Like I said, we got we to gotta rapid fire these last two, so we're not going to talk about it a whole lot. Last news story today. What's that? News story number seven. Seven. <laughs> this comes to us from Vanity Fair, so y'all grain of salt this one too. Uh-uh. The headline's funny, so that's why I added it. We're going to have fun with this one. Trump, who thinks he's still president, is bringing back his rallies next month. What? Uh, so, let me, let me skip through some of this article to get to the part where they actually talk about the... Okay, so the New York Times, there's a New York Times Post report uh, that states that Trump's team is in the process of selecting venues for a pair of rallies in June, with a third expected to take place around the 4th of July. Uh, while Trump has done interviews since leaving Washington, he's yet to address his base via the campaign-style rallies he held during his four years in office. The last one being the Stop the Steal speech he gave shortly before his supporters stormed the Capitol. What so what do, you, what do you think about... So, dude, lost the election. He's not president anymore. But he's going to go like... Can he run again? Yeah. Because he wasn't actually impeached. <laughs> Remember, he was he wasn't actually impeached. They tried to go through the impeachment process process, but it didn't pass. I think the Senate. I think it passed the House, but it didn't pass the Senate. So, the rule is the maximum number of terms someone can serve as president is two. Mm-hmm. He served one. So he now, one if he more. had he been impeached, he it would revoke all presidential, you know, whatever, and he couldn't run again. But since he wasn't <laughs> impeached, he can actually run again. So in four years. I mean, it could be, be, be Biden v. Trump again. Biden versus Trump again. Hopefully by my t- by that time, uh, Michelle be ready. <laughs> you think she's going to run? Bro, if she runs, I'm, like, voting for her. Like, <laughs> Just because it's Michelle. Oh, my God. You're in love with Michelle. <laughs> like, anyway. Um, she's strong. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty. She's pretty and she's strong. Uh, the, the fact that he's holding rallies, I don't know. I mean... I guess he's trying to. He's he, he he likes to be in the limelight. He loves he loves the attention and all that. He loves to be. I'm glad worshipped. you brought up that he likes attention. Um, in March, mm-hmm. Trump was. Uh, I don't know if he crashed this wedding or if he was invited to this wedding, but he was at a wedding. Poor, sad people. And he got up to give a speech. And instead of the speech being, so happy for you guys. There's so much love between the two of you. You're going you're gonna to be great together. You're going to make great parents. Mm-mm. He started talking about how bad of a job Trump, uh, Biden is doing and how the election was stolen from him and all that kind of stuff. So he crashed a wedding to, talk, he drunk? to talk about himself. He's looking. I don't know. <laughs> Well, the reason I say I don't know, I'm not sure if Trump actually drinks. Come on now. I think he's just fucking crazy. He 
He has I, to drink. I, I'm I'm being serious. I don't. I've never seen any like photos or videos or reports <clears throat> or anything of him actually drinking. All right, let me ask you something off topic. If peanut butter Donald Trump <laughs> was to drink off topic, what would he drink? Scotch. Straight so? straight scotch or like straight bourbon, something like that. He's one of them old white business dudes that is just a little glass with just two or three cubes of ice in it. And the glass is that tall. Mm-hmm. You get about that much bourbon. <laughs> and that's it. The rest of the glass is empty. About an inch of bourbon. About an, about an inch, maybe half an inch of bourbon at the bottom <laughs> that he just sips on. <clears throat> that's what he drinks. Oh, my God. Um, Him crashing the wedding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But him having rallies, like like I said, he loves attention. And I think it would be pretty early to try to get his fan base for his re-election uh, running or whatever. But, hey. Oh, no, no, no. He's not going to need it. Um, so, to my knowledge, you know, everybody, for the primaries or whatever, whenever the Republicans all go against each other again to see who's going to run for president. Right. Um, I don't think it's even going to be a contest. If he decides to run, he's the guy. Because his his party, not necessarily all the Republicans in the United States and all the American citizens and all that kind of stuff, but the upper levels, like in legislation and Congress and stuff, the Republican Party uh-huh. is still just, he's the guy. He is what that party is now. That's why they're still trying to, you know, pass all this legislation that restricts voting rights and, you know, hire these, quote, independent companies to come do ballot audits when the fucking election's been over with for seven, eight months. Exactly. So, like, he, even though he's not there anymore, the Republican Party is Trump now. So they're going to keep doing stupid Trump shit even though he's not there anymore. But let us know in the comments below or email, Twitter, email, get on our Facebook. website, whatever you want to do. Let us know your thoughts on Trump. Supposedly, he's going to keep holding rallies even though he's not the president anymore. I don't think anybody's told him that he lost. <laughs> I don't even think he's still president. I think they told him, but he was just like, oh, yeah, that's what they say. You know. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Trump, you, you lost the election. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. I couldn't. I could never lose. That's the show, bro. That was seven stories. That was seven stories in about a buck fifteen. That was a, that was a pretty long episode. But I appreciate y'all sticking with us. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into all the thank yous, we do have our section mailbag to right. go through. It's literally just one YouTube comment because you fuckers won't email us or tweet at us. <laughs> um. But the reborn legend on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, he's actually he's our buddy that helps us out with with our YouTube videos and stuff, and he actually gets on there and talks to us. <laughs> so we appreciate it, the reborn legend. Everybody <laughs> else, you can go fuck yourselves. So he said, "This is what his his comment was, and this was on uh, the video from like two episodes ago. I think episode fifteen, mm-hmm. when we were talking about the vaccination actually." hurting like the reproductive processes in women and all that kind of stuff 
he says in a, in his comment, he says, adverse reproductive issues just by being near someone that is vaccinated. We practice in voodoo now. <laughs> now, I I didn't copy, I didn't get in and copy the comment and retype it up until after he edited it. That's the edited version. <laughs> and he can comment on this video with the the actual version if I get this wrong, but I believe what his first comment was was adverse reproductive issues just by being near someone that is vaccinated. It's something along the lines of what kind of voodoo bullshit is this or something like that. Like it was way funnier. He you shouldn't have shouldn't have edited it. It was way funnier the way it was. He was probably drunk when he did it. Oh man. Probably that is so funny. Dude, we drink. Our fans might as well drink. Oh man. They'll drink with us. Speaking of drinking I was at work, right? And I was going, like, Glenn was listening to the our uh, our podcast yeah. and looked at me and just started laughing. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with you? I walk up to him. I said, what is wrong with you? He was like, man, y'all are crazy on this podcast. <laughs> he pulls out a big-ass Crown Royal bag. I'm like, Glenn, you at drinking work? at work? <laughs> yes. And he opens it and starts pulling out candy. I'm like, what the heck, Glenn? I believe it. I believe it. That motherfucker loves his candy. He absolutely oh, loves Oh, man, candy. that had me dying, man. Glenn, you were something else. I told you I was going to talk about it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, man. We're going to talk about you. I'm surprised <laughs> I, that we didn't get a comment from him on the last video that something like, man, y'all don't be telling people about me taking the door apart and all that shit. And <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. No, he said that week. was funny. He <laughs> said he totally forgot about that that uh, incident. How the fuck do you forget about that? <laughs> well, it is Glenn. Never mind. <laughs> He's drunk on candy. He don't remember shit. Man, Glenn, you know what I think he does? I think he puts the candy in alcohol for like a few days. Yeah, he sucks it. Yep. Like maraschino cherries. Yep. <laughs> I, I, it has to be. That's what it is. You ever had a maraschino cherry? No. I'll put you on your ass. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> stop. I need one. That's the end of the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend. Glenn, thank you for lying to people to get them mm-hmm. to listen. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure to leave us a review. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I think there's some other on the podcast book, on services. On the Bookface and stuff. And all on that. the Bookface. Yeah, y'all get on to Bookface. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know where any of the Bookface is, <laughs> go to uncomfortpod.com. Oh, man. Brand new Do, Oh, did you scroll down to the very bottom? Yes, I did. The very, very bottom. Underneath the con- the contact us. Uh Oh... Very oh, Fire Door Studios. No, right next to that. It's those little bitty icons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, That's the YouTube. link to all of our gotcha. stuff. So if you go to uncomfortpod.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a link to our Facebook, a link to our Twitter, mm-hmm. link to the YouTube page. Um, But leave us a review. Send us all your questions, comments, topics of discussion, everything. Uh, in the YouTube comment. Fill out the contact form on our website, and it'll get sent to our email. That way, I don't have to remember what our email is. Man, I can't wait. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Get on Facebook or something, or the contact form. Let me let me know what you think the name of our Facebook group should be. Don't forget to check out our merch store. You can either, if you're feeling froggy, you can get up there in the search bar and type in theuncomfortpod.creator-spring.com mm-hmm. or you can just go to uncomfortpod.com and click the merch button. That'll take you there too. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at theuncomfortpod. Don't forget we do have a Patreon now if you feel like supporting us 
a dollar a month. You're not going to hurt our feelings if you don't. Uh, but if you want to chuck in a buck, help us out. Be greatly appreciated. Uh, and again, don't forget, we have a website now. Yep. Uncomfortpod.com. I fully expect emails now from people that we work with that are just fucking with us. But you know what? I'll still read them in mailbag. Yep. I will still read them to everybody. Talking to you, Justin. Yeah. Let, yeah, Justin, there's no excuse for you not to let me know what you think now. But is there anything else before I close this out? Anything else you want to say? No. All right. Remember, everybody, it's okay to disagree. We can disagree and still respect each other. We can disagree and still love each other. If we keep that in mind, we won't solve the world's problems, but we will shave some of the rough edges off. See you next time. All right, y'all. We out.